he was only there for the last day when family members held a quran and a shawl over their heads and held a mirror for them to look into for many couples in arranged marriages this is the first time they see each other's faces a small boy was proud to sit on their laps to encourage the birth of a son it is our tradition for the bride to receive furniture or perhaps a fridge from her family and some gold from the groom's family my grandfather would not buy enough gold so my father had to borrow more money to buy bangles after the wedding my mother moved in with my grandfather and my uncle my father returned to the village every 2 or 3 weeks to see her the plan was to get his school going then once it was successful sent for his wife but baba kept complaining about the drain on his income and made my mother's life miserable she had a little money of her own so they used it to hire a van and she moved to mingora they had no idea how they would manage we just knew my father didn't want us there said my father at that time i was unhappy with my family but later i was grateful as it made me more independent he had however neglected to tell his partner hidayatullah was horrified when my father returned to mingora with a wife we are not in a position to support a family he told my father where will she live it's okay replied my father she will cook and wash for us my mother was excited to be in mingora to her it was a modern town when she and her friends had discussed their dreams as young girls by the river most had just said they wanted to marry and have children and cook for their husbands when it was my mother's turn she said i want to live in the city and be able to send out for kebabs and naan instead of cooking it myself However, life wasn't quite what she expected. The shack had just two rooms, one where Hidayatullah and my father slept and one which was a small office. There was no kitchen, no plumbing. When my mother arrived, Hidayatullah had to move into the office and sleep on a hard wooden chair. My father consulted my mother on everything. Pekai helped me resolve my confusion on this, he would say. She even helped whitewash the school walls holding up the lanterns so they could paint when the light went off in power cuts. Ziauddin was a family man and they were unusually close said Hidayatullah. While most of us cannot live with our wives he couldn't be without his. Within a few months my mother was expecting their first child born in 1995 was a girl and still born. I think there was some problem with the hygiene in that muddy place says my father I assumed women could give birth without going to hospital as my mother and my sisters had in the village my mother gave birth to 10 children in this way the school continued to lose money months would pass and they could not pay the teachers wages or the school rent the goldsmith kept coming and demanding his money for my mother's wedding bangles my father would make him good tea and offer him biscuits in the hope that would keep him satisfied hidayatullah laughed you think he will be happy with tea he wants his money 
this the situation became so dire that my father was forced to sell the gold bangles in our culture wedding jewelry is a bond between the couple often women sell their jewelry to help set up their husbands in business or to pay their fares to go abroad my mother had already offered her bangles to pay for my father's nephew to go to college which my father had rashly promised to fund fortunately my father's cousin jehan sher khan had stepped in and she did not realize the bangles were only partly paid for she was then furious when she learned that my father did not get a good price for them just when it seemed matters could not get worse the area was hit by flash floods there was a day when it did not stop raining and in the late afternoon there was a warning of flooding everyone had to leave the district my mother was away and hidayatullah needed my father to help him move everything up to the first floor safe from the fast rising waters but he could not find him anywhere he went outside shouting ziyatin ziyatin the search almost cost hidayatullah his life the narrow street outside the school was totally flooded and he was soon up to his neck in water there were live electric cables hanging loose and swaying in the wind he watched paralyzed with fear as they almost touched the water had they done so he would have been electrocuted when he finally found my father he learned that he had heard a woman crying that her husband was trapped in their house and he had rushed in to save him then he helped them save their fridge hidayatullah was furious you saved this woman's husband but not your own house he said was it because of the cry of a woman when the waters receded they found their home and the school destroyed their furniture carpets books clothes and the, the audio system entirely caked in thick foul smelling mud they had nowhere to sleep and no clean clothes to change into luckily a neighbor called mr aman uddin took them in for the night it took them a week to clear the debris they were both away then when 10 days later there was a second flood and the building again filled with mud shortly afterwards they had a visit from an official of WAPDA the water and power company who claimed their meter was rigged and demanded a bribe when my father refused a bill arrived with a large fine there was no way they could pay this so my father asked one of his political friends to use his influence it started to feel as though the school was not meant to be but my father would not give up on his dreams so easily besides he had a family to provide for i was born on 12 july 1997 my mother was helped by a neighbor who had delivered babies before my father was in the school waiting and when he heard the news he came running my mother was worried about telling him he had a daughter not a son but he sees he looked into my eyes and was delighted malala was a lucky girl says hidayatullah 
When she was born, our luck changed, but not immediately. On Pakistan's 15th anniversary, on 14th August 1997, there were parades and commemorations throughout the country. However, my father's friend Ishanul Haq Hakkani organized a sit in protest to show there was nothing to celebrate as Swat had only suffered since it had merged with Pakistan. They wore black armbands to protest, saying the celebrations were for nothing and were arrested. They had to pay a fine they could not afford. A few months after I was born, the three rooms above the school became vacant and we all moved in. The walls were concrete and there was running water, so it was an improvement on our shabby house. But we were still very cramped as we were sharing it with Hidayatullah and we almost always had guests. That first school was a mixed primary school and very small. By the time I was born, it had five or six teachers and around a hundred pupils paying a hundred rupees a month. My father was teacher, accountant and principal. He also swept the floors, whitewashed the walls and cleaned the bathrooms. He used to climb up electricity poles to hang banners advertising the school even though he was so afraid of heights that when he got to the top of the ladder his feet shook. If the water pump stopped working he would go down the well to repair it himself. When I saw him disappear down there, I would cry thinking he wouldn't come back. After paying the rent and salaries, there there was little money left for food. We drank green tea as we could not afford milk for regular tea. But after a while, the school started to break even and my father began to plan a second school, which he wanted to call the Malala Education Academy. I had the run of the school as my playground. My father tells me even before I could talk, I would toddle into classes and talk as if I was a teacher. Some of the female staff like Miss Ulfat would pick me up and put me on their lap as if I was their pet or even take me home with them for a while. When I was three or four, I was placed in classes for much older children. I used to sit in wonder listening to everything they were being taught. Sometimes I would mimic the teachers. You could say I grew up in a school as my father had found with name. It is not easy to mix business and friendship eventually hidayatullah left to start his own school and they divided the students each taking two of the four years they did not tell their pupils as they wanted people to think the school was expanding and had two buildings though hidayatullah and my father were not speaking at that time Hidayatullah missed me so much he used to visit me. It was while he he was visiting one afternoon in September 2001 that there was a great commotion and other people started arriving. They said there had been a big attack on a building in New York. Two planes had flown into it. I was only four and too young to understand. Even for the adults, it was hard to imagine. The big case The biggest buildings in Swat are the hospital and a hotel, which are two or three stories. It seemed very far away. I had no idea what New York and America were. The school was my world and my world was the school. We did not realize that 
then that 9-11 would change our world too and would bring war into our valley.